0: This is a Lip Media podcast. We're talking again.
1: Our bodies moving to point, to, to and back, back again. again. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas.
2: I'm Brendan Levi.
1: And we are the Swap Cars Podcast. Every episode we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. Except today, because it's time for another tenuous swap episode. So on our main show, each of us will always recommend a piece of media that is tenuously linked with the film we review on that episode. So now we have forced one of our co-hosts to watch one of our recommendations. So today we'll be looking at pop icon Nick Jonas's back catalogue of music videos, the world-spanning documentary Chasing Bubbles, and the Angelina Jolie 90s exploitation classic, Hackers. As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. Face Off!
2: How are we all doing?
1: Good. Yeah, good. Everyone is surviving in uh, their homes?
0: Yeah, today was like oh, a- A really rainy, stormy day, so so Mm. that just really inspires you to be inside watching movies, so that worked out well for today.
2: Uh, Except for me. (laughs) (laughs) You had to go to work? No, I wanted to be outside while this playlist played, but we'll get to that.
0: Oh (laughs) no,
2: (laughs)
1: controversial. Alright, so let's get right into it. So first up the rank is Brendan. He was giving <laughs> a specially curated YouTube playlist covering Nick Jonas's music career to date, which I recommended on the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle episode. The music videos range from Jonas Brothers classics like SOS and Burning Up onto his solo hits like Jealous and Levels and finishing with his return to the Jonas Brothers in songs like Sucker and What a Man Gotta Do. So, Brendan, were you familiar with any of these songs before you listened to this playlist?
2: I could have heard them a million times, and I would have forgot them all. Just like I have already with the ones I've listened
0: to. Fucking brutal. Do you know what these episodes make me, like, just think about more than anything? It's like, how are we even friends? (laughs) It's like, things that we love and are recommending to each other, constantly just getting shut down. It just is (laughs) mind-boggling. (laughs) <laughs> like our like, strike rate our strike rate is like is it even 5% <laughs> <laughs> one
2: of my things is is I i listen to this and I get why Paul but when I listen to this and I know how much you love Nick Jonas as well I'm disappointed Lucy <laughs> oh, I thought you, had, I thought you had better taste <laughs>
1: you're bringing me into this Wow. This is actual bullshit because <laughs> his songs are fucking certified bangers and I and I challenge this. This is bullshit. <laughs> I'm
0: not uh, so much a Jonas Brothers fan, but definitely like Jealous is such a banger. I'll I'll play that forever.
2: Oh man, I got to figure out which one Jealous is.
0: Yeah, get your receipts out, mate. Uh, yeah,
2: I've got my I've got my I've got my notes here. Should we go through so, song by song?
0: Yeah, sure. So <laughs> Are you
1: judging these songs by just the songs themselves or the music videos that accompany them as well?
2: Um, when I felt how shallow the songs were, yeah, I just I just, I sort of tried to watch both the music videos and listen to the songs where I could. So I, I do have a bit to say on both ends because, like I said about the songs, there is a lot of the songs there that I didn't have really anything to say because I'd already heard it. Like five times before. So, yeah, um, got a bit to say on both. So, starting with SOS, I wrote, uh, and you made fun of me for Christian bands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this uh, this reminds me of like a a kid's short film because there's like all these kids running around like dressed like adults and stuff, and it's like just hire some adult actors, you know. But I guess they have to be in their music video. So, well, anyway, right, um,
0: how old how old were they? Do you think, Paul, at this stage? Uh, they would have
1: ranged between fifteen and seven and eighteen, maybe at that time. So
0: they are kids. So your criticism is invalid. Overruled. Over- <laughs> over- <laughs>
1: Lucy, do you enjoy SOS?
0: I actually don't know that song. <laughs> You're <laughs>
1: supposed to listen to the playlist.
0: <laughs> Why? I, see I only listen to the ones I like. <laughs> <laughs> but I know already. Sorry, Paul. Well,
2: all right, all right. Yeah, well, before we keep on going, before we get any further, there is one song amongst these that I had a good time with and I enjoyed the music video. Did you guys want to put in a guess now before? Before I get to it, or
1: I think it would be burning up because it had like celebrity cameos you might have in, like recognized, and
0: it's a pretty catchy song. Maybe I Upbeat thought well. I thought Sucker for You. Maybe
2: is burning up the one with Selena Gomez. Yeah, why Danny Danny would Trejo I care? From Machete. Oh yeah, and I saw Trejo Danny Trejo. From Machete and- yeah, still, <laughs> <laughs> Danny Trejo is like oh, Danny Trejo. Like I don't anyway. Um, but yeah, burning, burning up. Uh, that music video, uh, what, once again, like these songs are just so generic to me. Like it's this, it's the same sort of beat every time. It feels like a demo, like, um, playlist that's been put together of, of like beats and stuff. And then they've just thrown some like auto tune voices over the top. That's, that was like every song to me. This was like, I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I have I was very irritated the whole time. And then Katrina came and sat down with me, and she started to get irate as well. So we're both just sitting there screaming, and it's like, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> All right, so what was the song you fucking enjoyed then? All right, I want to hear it.
2: Wait, I have so much to say about these. Uh, the, but you the- were about
1: to say there was one song I enjoyed. Yeah, what's the yeah.
2: one you enjoyed? I'll, I'll get sucking? to that. We're going for the, oh. we're going for the music... Okay um okay. so the music video for jealous is a mess uh but levels- the
0: video is really bad
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just cut it's like so terribly i don't know what's going on does it connect to the songs who knows because these lyrics once again so like generic shallow like uh ah, you're the one i want i'm assuming that's in that song because that's how like much effort the anyway i'll, I'll stop ranting about this um Let's see. Well,
1: okay. I'm just going to interject because jealous, I think, is like this, the lyrics are good. It's about him being jealous of all the other people that are giving his girlfriend attention, but he respects his girlfriend enough that he's not going to disrespect her and he's not going to shame her for getting all the attention from the other guys. It's like a feminist message and it's a way of doing it. <laughs> In a way that's like, because you know, well, there's usually those kind of songs that are like, you know, fuck the other guy that's doing this to you. He's you know, acknowledging like, a, his toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While
2: you're putting for, women in bras and lingerie in every bloody music video, Paul. Yeah, but
1: he's also <laughs> sexualizing himself. It's like a sexual hardly is, in those.
2: He's got clothes on the entire time. <laughs> Like I know, I, there's I a lot of
1: singlet action going on for sure, and he just has to look at the camera and he just exudes sex, so he doesn't even need to take his shirt off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love how you're trying to play it like he wrote this song or something. It's like a, a five like corporate writers got in a room and they wrote this for him and they're like, play this music, you fucking monkey. That's <laughs> well,
1: that's a lot of assumptions I'm hearing. But anyway, keep going.
2: <laughs> well, I would love to do hear know, about the process of Nick Jonas. Do we know if he writes
0: his own music? Do we know?
2: I'm sure he thinks he collaborates and they put him in the room. That's my assumption as well. But yeah, we'll go on. Um We've got the music. Video- Levels. Uh, Levels? Levels? Alright, so first song I sort of enjoyed, but I don't think it will really, like, make a playlist for me, if you know what I mean. It was like, eh, it was okay. Yeah. Um, it's, pr-
0: it's a good one. I, I, Levels is probably, like, my second favorite.
2: Uh, let's see, we've got... Which one's this one? Close. Oh, yeah, close. Um, I was like, hey, I know that person, and this seems like a dull version of the Sia music video. Alright, so the song Chained, right? Yeah. Can you explain what that one's about? I was so confused by watching the music video and listening to the lyrics.
1: <laughs> That's a song about, like, there's a girl that he's obsessed with and, and no matter what he can do, he can't get away from being with her as hard as he tries. You got me in chains. You got me in chains with your love.
2: Yeah, and and... What, like, why is there, like, a, a military, uh, like, <laughs> upheaval happening in some random room in the Who music video? Who knows where
0: thoughts come from, Brendan. They just that, appear. That's,
1: <laughs> that's his subconscious, like, the, the trying to ba- break f- free from the tyrannical rule of the love that is on his heart. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Very Katrina's good. best guess <laughs> was try. domestic abuse. That's, <laughs> that's what she came up with. Um,
1: okay, so just, uh, I've just looked it up. Levels was written by Sean Douglas, Stefan Johnson, Marcus Lomax, Ian Kirkpatrick, Sam Martin, <laughs> Talae Riley, and Jordan Johnson.
0: You should not have said that, by the way. That doesn't help our case at all. Why did you reveal that?
1: <laughs> because you know, I you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, as much as my I love my boy, okay, he doesn't write his songs. Do I give a fuck? No. Are the songs still bangers? Yes.
2: He's a walking fucking reebok commercial. Like every song is just so irritating to me because I just don't feel any life to him. They're all about the same bloody thing. It's either some relationship bullshit, or, like, how hot he is. Like, it was just really, ir- like, I'm telling you, I was really I'm, irritated I'm listening to this.
1: I'm about both those subjects,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see, uh, champagne problems I wrote, I'm getting so tired of commute computer mouth. Um, let's see, we've got find you I wrote uh, can his songs be deeper than they generically look, sound and feel? Question for Paul. <laughs>
1: Find, find You is about getting completely fucked up at a music festival and not being able to find the girl that he wanted to get with. I don't know what's going be deeper than that. Um, do you know that song,
0: uh, Lucy? Which one was it? Find You. How does it go? Sing it.
2: Um, Hard question. Hard question. <laughs> I don't know where
1: to find you. Do, do, do. <laughs>
0: I do, know, if they- I do know this song. <laughs> I just wanted you to sing it. Um, yeah. If they didn't
2: it- put the words to the chorus in the name of the song, you would not know how to sing that song, Paul. That's
0: <laughs> not true. It's not one of my faves, but it's not terrible.
1: There you go, Brendan. So continue.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, home. Home fits in well with like Hillsong. So I-, I would say that song feels like if you were going to Hillsong, you would feel really in place with that one.
0: Which, that's on brand, isn't it?
1: No, he's not Hillsong. It, there, it was all a fake
0: thing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
1: it was the corporate thing made them use the purity rings and stuff. It wasn't true. Joe Jonas wrote this giant essay about what it was like growing up in the Disney machine and like doing coke with Miley and all this stuff. And he revealed <laughs> all the, like, the fakeness with the purity rings and all the crazy shit that was happening to them in that point in their
2: career. Which wow. brother wrote that story?
1: Joe Jonas, so the tall one.
2: Oh, okay. Because there's three of them, and I know there's there's Nick Jonas, there's the the one with the like the hair, and then there's yeah. the the ugly one. Um. <laughs> For the- <laughs> um,
1: all right, so are we going to get? So was Levels a song you liked, or is that are we still getting nah, to
2: that? that uh, so Sucker. Um, I really like it um, better when it's. Portugal Man, because it sounds so similar, and I actually looked it up, and there is like a remix. So check out the uh, remix of Portugal Man and Sucker. That was a really good banger. And then lastly, we have What a Man Gonna Do. I had a good time with that. What am i Gonna Do, both the song and the music video. <laughs>
1: yeah, because it was directed by Joseph Kahn of Detention Embodied fame. Wow. Did yeah. You well,
2: know that, <laughs> I, I was, I was sitting with Katrina, like, I'm actually having a good time. This, like, reference to, um, cause it's like a complete, uh, like, I don't know if it's a complete remake, but, uh, they're doing Grease's, uh, ha- is it Hand Jive or whatever?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and also recreating scenes from Say Anything and Risky Business.
2: Which I wasn't actually interested in. I think I like, if, if I had to rate oh. my Jonas brothers, I would go the tall one, then I'd go mm-hmm. Nick, and then I'd go the ugly one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, everyone puts Kevin last, so I'm not going (laughs) to lie.
2: And he's not, like, an ugly guy. He's just comparable to his brothers. He's an ugly man. That's all. Uh, So can we at all... Maybe,
0: maybe, like, with Hanson, I I don't know. I, I associate... The Jonas Brothers with, like, handsome, They're, like, the handsome Yeah. The new age. Like, Isaac was always the ugliest handsome brother. It was kind of, like, gangly, weird teenager. And then I feel like he's doing the best now. So you never know. Maybe in however many years, things will be looking up for mm, old mate. Doubt
2: it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we at all, all agree, at least, that Nick Jonas is a beautiful person?
2: Sure. Like, yes. that's that's <laughs> the only reason I could conceive that you listen to his music.
1: <laughs> well i can't see his fucking face when i'm listening to it in the car I yeah because they're they're catchy ass fucking songs that i like dancing to
2: but are <laughs> they i just like i i'm not someone who's like uh, i can't enjoy pop or whatever like i can en- like i can get down to like shake by uh what's her name taylor swift or whatever like
1: shake it off
2: i can en- yeah <laughs> i can enjoy down, some Brendan. pop
0: <laughs> i love shake
2: <laughs> but I just found these songs it's really it's dull. Also,
0: like that you picked that song as like the song uh, that, that represents all pop.
2: Yeah, because yeah. it's Boo. A, a, <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. So I think we've had enough of this. So for oh, our listeners, Who's
0: quitting the podcast.
1: So goodbye no, for our listeners at home
2: who, who are want big fans.
1: To experience. I do Experience. a Playlist us. for themselves. We're going to put the uh, playlist on our Swapcast YouTube channel, and I'll, we'll put links in the show notes for that as well. So go down to YouTube, watch the Nick Jonas playlist. If you've got good taste, you won't be disappointed. If you've got shit taste like Brendan, you'll hate it. So there you go. Um, yeah. Brendan, are you going to give a... I know your answer. You didn't like this more than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, so I'm not going to even bother asking um can i just say wait wait (laughs)
2: katrina brought up a great point while we're watching these as well like how many of these music videos do they still have like women scantily clad dancing like i like i haven't seen this since i watched video hits growing up as a kid like i just it's just so strange to me that this is still a thing like all the artists i enjoy and follow I his, do something uh, with their music as, videos.
1: It's not that bad. It's not like it's a rap video where the girls are in bikinis and throw, throwing money at their asses. Like and like, just-
0: I'm a I'm a strong feminist, and like, I love Drake's videos where you can like see Rihanna's nipples or there's all the strippers in the club. I like love that shit. So.
2: Yeah. Nah, these were like just him laying over women as if he owns them. It was gross. I disagree.
1: It's Nick Jonas. They would have consented. It would <laughs> <it'd> be fine.
0: <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
2: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right?
1: I was given the film Hackers by Lucy, who recommended it on our virtual sexuality episode. Mm -hmm. In this 90s cult film, a group of high school seniors band together and use their hacking skills to battle an evil hacker and his scheme to create an ecological disaster to cover his money laundering. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy recommended this film. (laughs) So, Lucy, why did you recommend this to me?
0: Um, cause uh, there's never anything that you've seen that, that, that you haven't seen and you hadn't seen yeah. this. And I just think it's like, a it's, 90s, fun. it's a nineties wrong for sure. It, I just, I rewatched it today so I could really rap about it with you. It
1: yeah.
0: is just, it's a gem of a
1: film.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I watched it uh last night and I have to say, I did enjoy it overall. Mm hmm. It's, uh, it's a weird film to come out at, at this point. Like, I think watching it in the 90s and then rewatching it would be a different experience than watching it for the first time now because it is <laughs> such a strange movie. It is, there's a weird vibe to this movie because it doesn't exist in any reality that's actually ever happened. Mm. And I think now, like, where we've got a bit more understanding of how computers work as well, like, a lot of it just makes no sense whatsoever where you're like i don't even understand what's happening in this scene
0: yeah completely but
1: it still is like an amazing time capsule oh, the, the best the, the fashion alone is just like next level because <laughs> you know usually you watch a lot of these 90s films you're like oh I- we dressed crazy back then, but like they dressed on another level that, like, I'm sure nobody at the time was I, actually dressed on. I that loved way. it. It's
0: like it was a mix between rave gear, yep. yeah, like wetsuits.
1: Yeah, she wore a wet sc- suit to school with then suit pants yeah, over the yeah. top.
0: Yeah, wetsuits <laughs> and then like dirt biking outfits. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like that kind yeah. of like motocross. Like, and it's just, what, where are you going? What activity are you doing? You're sitting at your computer.
1: And like, everyone was like rollerblading. Oh, the rollerblading.
0: (laughs) The rollerblading was amazing. Oh, but it, was, it, I loved it's it. a
1: very goofy movie, like
0: yeah. Um, Except
2: for the villain who rides a skateboard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and the villain especially, like he is ridiculous. <laughs> he is yeah. the weirdest character and weirdest villain I've seen in a long time. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Like I laughed out loud. I'm sure at a lot of points where it wasn't meant to be <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel much- like the film was it. It did have that tone. I think it was trying for comedy as well. I don't know if you felt that as well.
0: And they didn't, they never leaned away from, I mean, I feel like you have to always know that technology films are going to age really badly, like, no matter what. It just, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they never shied away from it. They were just like, let's just go all out with floppy disks and what. Yeah, how much fun (laughs) do they
2: have with hacking? Like, hacking looks like a Fun adventure on a computer, doesn't it? it I doesn't know, look and like- they
0: weren't and they weren't nerdy kids at school. They were like, yeah. like this crew, uh, this crew of kids.
2: Well, like they I- were like the hottest kids in school. Angelina Jolie, <laughs> e- exactly.
0: I was like, you're telling me Angelina Jolie? Like, if that girl was in my year and she's like into computers, I'm like, well, fuck, I gotta better get into computers. <laughs> like, I better learn how to code.
1: These kids, like, they were all high school seniors, but they all like some of them look really young some of them look like in their 30s <laughs> <laughs> and oh, like Johnny
0: Lee Miller my god he's <laughs> 35 like minimum <laughs> it was yeah and
1: and Jesse Bradford who we all know as like the incredibly hot boyfriend in Bring It On oh my god i had like...
0: such a crush on him in Bring It On like i I actually like like who didn't i was trying to like (laughs) orchestrate situation i was like how can i meet this guy i was so in love with him and bring it on um and i forgot that he was in hackers i was like holy shit that's my old boyfriend
1: Well, I was like, when I saw his name in the credits, like I didn't do the math in my head of when this film was shot. I was like, yeah, yeah, Jesse Bradford. He's probably going to be heaps sexy, and then he like rocks up and he's like a little kid. I'm like, fuck. I (laughs) feel like he was the only one who looked
0: like a kid, and it's funny because he's like drink. He drinks heaps of coffee. Yeah, he's at school smoking a cigarette. But
1: I didn't get. Was it supposed to be like a special, like a like a advanced school for like science people or something because it didn't feel like an actual school it was quite strange like it there don't seem to be any structure to it and maybe it was
2: like one of those what is it, like a Steinberger or whatever like yeah yeah, yeah. like where spider man goes
0: Steiner. Yeah. um and yeah like you said there were no structure in the lessons you know they were just writing quotes on the board and angelina's yeah. writing it in a fucked out 90s handwriting <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so good and i just loved like you know they'd be all like hacking into the mainframe or whatever and it's like there'd be these like swirling equations around them yes Just, and like overhead shots of like switchboards and skyscrapers like what is yeah. what is this portraying? It, it was brilliant all with like yeah. a prodigy soundtrack
1: oh uh, i loved the music in this yeah movie. yeah it loved was really good the music
0: like you said, it like it, it is a time capsule, and like yeah, it brought me back. Yeah. Matthew Lillard's like weird femme androgynous, like I, I was so here for it. It was the best.
1: But it's like guys were wearing crop tops. Yeah, and Jolly, Johnny Johnny M- Miller at the end. Did you see that like frilly suit jacket that he was wearing at the end? I was trying yeah. to work out what the fuck it was.
0: Yeah, and I loved. Uh. She's like. He's like, you look good in a dress, and I thought she was going to be like, well, so do you? Because I'm like, it looks like a dress, <laughs> <laughs> but that was just um, his jacket.
1: So one one thing though that I thought was awful in this film, and like, I don't understand how it got through the filming stage, was Lorraine Bracco's performance, because she was awful. In Is this that Doctor
0: like- Melfi from The Sopranos?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also another swap cast connection. She was in Switch, um, as the CEO of the, of the makeup company.
0: Which one is Switch? The, <laughs> 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 the
1: one where the guy uh, gets killed in the hot tub and then
2: it gives um, birth. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh yes!
0: How could you have forgotten that? <laughs> they all the names are so closely related because yeah. they all just are like swap, switch, Swippity, swap, switch. Yes. they all just mush together. But
1: um, didn't you think she was terrible?
0: Yeah, she wasn't great. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had a I had
1: a fun time with this, and in this uh movie, Angelina Jolie plays. Wipeout on PS1, but just like on a giant screen in some weird roller ca- rollerblading bar arcade thing. Drop-in centre.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and, uh, yeah, so after I watched the movie, I popped in my copy of Wipeout and played that all so, <laughs> um But another swap cast connection because that game they also played in Virtual Sexuality, which was the film you linked this from. So you could have linked mm. it in two ways.
0: Oh, oh there you go. Tell me, did you like it better? Fan virtual sexuality? No. Oh, really?
1: I yeah, um, I I like them both. I would I would probably put them near each other. Yeah. I don't think it's far off, but virtual sexuality, I I had a really good time with. It. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I it was it was a good watch, and it's one I've always meant to watch, and I'm I'm glad I've done it now.
0: Cool, awesome, Brendan.
1: When's the last time you've watched it?
2: I reckon I No. Uh, who- it at least be 10 years ago. But I've, I've, I, I, I can still memorise so much of it because I watched it so many times. Yeah, that,
0: an- that Angelina.
2: <laughs> Some scenes were than us- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finally, we have Lucy, who was given the documentary film Chasing Bubbles by Brendan, who recommended the film on our Jumanji The Next Level episode.
0: And tell me h- so- how... how- why?
1: <laughs> uh, I tried to listen back, but I still don't understand.
2: Yeah, I think that one got lost in the in the in the weeds. That one. So
1: yeah, there's all <laughs> stuff about rebooting. I just didn't get it. I yeah. just didn't get the connection. Yeah, but that's two Jumanji connections in the same tenuous as What? episode, so that's interesting enough. In Chasing Bubbles, a Wall Street banker decides he wants to leave it all to circumnavigate the globe, which has a profound effect on him and the lives of many others around the world. Brendan, why did you recommend this film to Lucy?
2: Uh, Because I was looking for something that wasn't obviously Lucy, so I was like, oh, I'll throw this at her, we'll have something to talk about, (laughs) whether she likes it or not, so (laughs) there we go. And also, she made fun of it, so I was like, she can have it. (laughs) <laughs> to
0: be fair, we both made fun of it.
2: <laughs> And it
0: was only because you had gone on the biggest roundabout And then yeah. to, to announce yeah. that it was called Chasing Bubbles It just was, yeah. you deserve if, if it you, if,
1: you do a, if you do a quality link, we will accept your link <laughs> No fuckery so, Lucy, did you enjoy Chasing Bubbles?
0: Oh, it bummed me out so hard, but I guess it was supposed to, right?
2: Like, uh, I'll, I'll say spoilers here in case anyone wants to watch it. I, I don't know how, if you guys so liked like be- it or not. Before, but...
1: before you spoil it, just let everyone know you can watch it for free on YouTube right now. So if you if you want to watch it before you listen to this, jump up on YouTube, search Chasing Bubbles. It will come up and you can watch it for free. But yeah, continue, Brendan. Mm.
2: So, yeah, I, I, I can see what you mean, because to me, like, I, I feel like I have a personal connection to his story. There's sort of a twist at the end for listeners at home that uh, after he does this uh, amazing trip for years and years, circling the globe, meeting people, whatever, um, like it ends and he sort of has to adjust and he doesn't. And it seems that he can't just adjust to going back. Um, and sort of like has this, this time where he's sort of trying to, to find again that moment. And, uh, that ultimately leads to him ending up in India and passing away from, is it typhoid or something? Yeah. Yeah. Typhoid fever. Yeah. And so, um, it's definitely a tragic end to his life. But, um, what's beautiful is all the people who are involved in this are people. Uh, in this documentary are people who've helped put it together um, as a passion project for his legacy. And so I guess to me, that's quite, you know, it's quite sad and tragic, but it's also quite beautiful that his, how much he affected these people, that they were willing to put all this work um, mm. together to to tell his story. So, yeah. I guess there's two ways of looking at it in that way.
0: Yeah. And like what an ad- what an adventure. Like I, I totally like I get that. I I just found it to be
1: very bittersweet Like I I was inspired by what he mm. achieved and I was like really glad cuz I was predicting that he was going to die before he completed his yeah, same. circumnavigation. You could just so the I, fact I could, that he you could feel, feel achieved it the whole that, time. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the the moment in the whole documentary that got me the most emotional was when he had finished it and he sold off the boat and he was saying goodbye to the boat. Mm. That's what got me, like even more than when he died at the end.
2: Yeah, for me, it was like uh, like the the parties each year to sort of how they started to dwindle down and sort of this feeling of like like having to come to grips with that it's over and just him not wrestling with that was something mm. that was really, just really hard to watch for me um, and
0: yeah. why do you say that you have a personal connection with it Brendan if you don't mind me asking
2: you know I didn't do something nearly as you know amazing as this guy but there's been a few I guess moments in my life so um, one would be I helped um, sort of open a drop-in center and there was quite it was quite an emotional journey to to bring that to being and then the people that affected and then moving on and saying goodbye to that. And mm. the second time would be uh, doing the the Hungry Hippo. So I opened like a board game cafe, um, which was, you know, opening a business in itself is a very hard and emotional thing. Um, but the community that sprung up and the people and all that, like it was this like little moment that I can't recreate and I'll never get back. And mm. just moving on from that is something that I definitely like related to, oh, uh, especially. Brandon,
0: upsetting me. <laughs> Um oh,
2: but like in saying that, um, it's like uh this whole thing of like, you know, this two this two shall pass, like I'll I'll find that next thing that will be the hungry mm, hippo, the green room, yeah. or whatever it is. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. see that's what I... I felt like that was the sad thing about him dying at the end because I could feel like if he just lived a bit longer, he could have found a way to merge his passions with something that could be sustainable in the long term. Like, you could see him being a YouTuber and just going around the world and filming it and bringing to light all these communities. And, you know, there's a million ways that he could have continued on that path and not had to sacrifice his world travels, which obviously kept him going.
0: I just feel like every time anything I watch, and this has, like, always been my problem, like, even when I was writing, like, English essays when I was 15 years old, I could never just like talk about what was happening. It's always like I had to insert myself into the story somehow. Um, so I felt like, I felt like I was his mum or I was his girlfriend or I was his, like, and, and it, he sort of just really freaked me out the whole time. Like it, it just would be, have been really hard to be like someone in his life sort of like yeah. doing, doing yeah. all these reckless things and like yes they were amazing adventures and like it's amazing that he got to like live his dream and whatever but to be on the other side of that I just felt so uneasy the whole time yeah, yeah it it was it was hard to watch yeah no I agree with that
2: like uh when his family come out in order to 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 spend time with him they have to like fly to <laughs> like yeah. some random country and stuff yeah. like that like yeah no. And
0: like, uh, the whole sailing around the world thing, like, I have no interest in doing that. Like, between bloody Titanic, White Squall, and the Perfect Storm, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want to go on Beyonce's <laughs> yacht. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, um, get me off the sea. Like, I'm, uh, I'll go over The ocean is
2: terrifying. Yeah,
0: I'll go over to, Can- I, I I'll go over to Kangaroo agree. Island, but that's it. Like, uh, I'm just, it, it, I was the just boat like... part
1: is unappealing, but the going to all those amazing countries is very appealing to me. Like the things that he saw, I would love to experience. But yeah, I have, I have no desire to be on a boat for that long. <laughs> in yeah,
0: um, and also just like them being like, oh yeah, and like we didn't even really know what we were doing, and we went on open water, and I was just like, what? <laughs> what? you doing like uh, it just freaked me out so badly but i guess like my feet are very like i'm the sort of person who i i really like to have roots and to be like planted somewhere i don't just like floating Mm. literally floating around um so it was very like, he's very, a very opposite person to me, but like, it was a cool, like an amazing story of a guy that lived his dream and, and it was very sad how that all ended. And yeah, he was a inspiring guy to a lot of people. Um, he just gave me anxiety attacks.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, I learned that the doldrums is a real place. Like, wow.
2: <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, where, where is he there?
0: So it's like, he's just gone over the equator or whatever. And it's where it, there's like no wind. And they're just like barely oh, moving. And he gets, yeah. yeah. It's like the boat barely moves and like it's literally called the doldrums. Like it, it just took them days and days and it was really hot and the boat yeah, yeah. Ba- barely moved.
1: It's definitely a film that I would have never discovered myself. So
0: how did you find out about it, Brendan?
2: Uh, a friend of mine who I guess like we're very much on the same wavelength where we, we see this guy and we go, that's, that's the kind of person I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, uh, yeah, I watched that and I'm like, oh yeah, like so many times you're surrounded by people who will drag their feet and drag things back. And it's like, no, let's just do it. And he does that. And anyway, he, he, uh, I'm definitely told me about dragging and- his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't it- think you're in the minority. I think a lot of people, uh, like I feel like I, I, I often, either irritate people or I don't get understand by people. So yeah, like it's it's not unusual.
0: <laughs> so I have to ask I feel like there's like a common theme with with our sort of the things that we consume and like the, the things that we like. Like Paul loves and Nick Jonas Playlist, he loves like sunny, shiny, happy, bright Disney, like this kind of perfect world uh, types of things. And Brendan, you seem to sort of like these, these like searching, uh, you know, like even i I found like a link with Dave made a maze about these dudes who are like, sort of like trying to figure out who they are and what they want and what they are capable yeah. capa- Seeking
1: a friend for the end of the world saying. Capable yeah. of?
0: Yeah. What yeah, is I, mine? I could... What is mine? I don't know what it is.
1: Uh,
0: do you think nostalgia. I'm e- easy enough? <laughs> do you think I'm easy enough to pin down or, or am I more random than that? Nostalgia I did think- come to
2: mind. Yeah, I think think, it definitely plays a role.
1: Yeah, looking into the past is yours, I'd say. There you go. Yeah, interesting. So we'll we'll see if we uh, stay to form. Um, But so, (laughs) did you enjoy this more than Jumanji: The Next Level?
0: Probably not. Okay, (laughs) sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you would still rate it like you liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it, It was, and you know, definitely something I wouldn't have found on my own, or yeah, thought to have watched, but watched but yeah very interesting
2: yeah it's not like it's a a thing that gets circulated or is a like it's not like it's a distributed piece it's a it's a video put together by a bunch of people on a kickstarter so yeah um yeah yeah, it's a very unique find i think and so yeah that's why i thought it would be a good thing to recommend to people
1: Okay, so what are we inflicting on each other in the next tenuous swap? Okay, so Brendan, what have you got in store for us?
2: This week, I'm sticking with the theme of throwing stuff at the wall. And so for you, Paul, I have True Stories, the David Byrne Talking Heads movie. See what you think.
0: Interesting. Am I going to hate this? Yeah, maybe. It's real strange.
2: You Or you might enjoy it. That,
0: that David Byrne is such a, like, he's just from outer space. Like, he's such a special person, I feel like that you might you might connect with that in like a man on the moon type of way do you reckon Brendan
2: like i feel like the pace of it uh might be a, a bit less uh, enjoyable mm. than what like that would be like man on the moon definitely the narrative is very strong mm-hmm. whereas uh talking heads is that slice of life thing where you yeah. just got all these like vignettes of like stories of Americans in their hometown and yeah, yeah. <laughs> And music videos. Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Well.
2: Do you like talking heads, Poe? Uh, I mean,
0: different. Um Oh, my God. They're like <laughs> like one of the best bands They're ever. no Nick Jonas. I'll yeah. Know that. But they're like one of, um, I don't know, all time kind of thing.
1: Well, we'll see. Well, I'm sure there will be opinions. So, Lucy, what have you got in store for Brendan?
0: So... Uh, I think, like, having nailed down that Brendan's thing is about, like, searching and figuring out and coming of age, maybe, um, and my thing is the past or nostalgia, or um, I'm picking The whackness for Brendan. You haven't The Wackness. You haven't seen it, have you?
2: I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, lo- I'm so looking at it. A-
0: a dude that just graduated from high school, and I think he's like about to go off to college. Maybe he's not sure. And um, it's set in the nineties in New York. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so I Lucy. bet. I bet. Were you hoping you would get that one, Paul? Yeah, but now I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay, so Lucy, I'm gonna give you a choice. Uh, Ooh. This is unprecedented. So you can either choose... Hey, 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 where do we put this in the rules? Listen, listen. (laughs) All right, so you can either choose the happy Disney-fied option that you claim I always do, Mm -hmm. or the thing you would normally not seek out for yourself. Which would you prefer?
2: Rubble, 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 rubble. (laughs) <laughs> um I hope,
0: I hope that when i flip the coin to decide it it explodes and kills me um what do you mean it's that i wouldn't seek out for myself yeah. what do you mean i'm
1: not going to give you any more information so it's either you get the Disney disneyfied option or the non-disneyfied disney option
0: the non-disneyfied mm. okay
1: so you're getting the guy pierce action classic lockdown about a man who has to uh, rescue the president's daughter from a jail in space. <laughs> yeah,
0: that sounds great.
2: It is. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. When, I love when that did film. you
0: When did you recommend that? I can't even remember. Um, our dating the enemy
1: episode. It's an yeah. Early one. Yeah. So Guy Pierce, Guy Pierce and Maggie Grace. Um, from the producers of Taken and Luke Pearson as well. So yeah, brilliant. I think you'll actually have a fun time. <laughs> it's like cool. a goofy action film. Yeah, nice. Okay, so that was it for another Tenuous Swap episode. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas.
2: And I was Brendan Levi.
1: Review us on
0: iTunes. See you,
2: bye. Bye. bye.
1: The Swellcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide,
0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince. go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365 day
2: returns.
1: Australia It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.